Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Thank you guys so much for being here. As always on social media, we are at your tech report. And this week we're talking about everything to do with CES 2021. Joining me now from the organizing body of CES every year is uh, Rick Kowalski, Director of Industry Analysis and Business Intelligence. Rick, thank you so much for being here this week with us. Thanks for having me. It must have been a challenge setting up an all-digital CES when you're used to being on the ground in Las Vegas with 4,000-plus exhibitors, kilometers, and miles of real estate. How is this year different than every single year that you've been involved in the CES? Well, CES has been going on since 1967. We knew the show must go on. You know, we can't have a year without CES. We really did want to have it in Vegas, uh, but just didn't seem wise to have 150,000 plus people in Vegas all packed into uh, convention centers. So we decided and we partnered with Microsoft to uh, make this an all digital uh, venue for all our exhibitors and a place where everyone can just come together and meet online and you still get to see keynotes, you still get to see press events. Still get to see all the exhibitors' products. Uh, I've got 1,900 exhibitors. Um, and so it, it was a, a good opportunity to get everyone together on a new platform, a new venue that uh, we can just try to get together and, uh, and show all the products because, you know, everyone wants to see what's new in tech. And that's why we're here. Let's pretend for a second that 2022 allows us all to be back together. Do you think that this digital form of CES will still somewhat exist in conjunction with the way we're used to it being there? I've, I have a feeling it will be because we were thinking about doing this anyhow. We really wanted to start using CES as a platform, something that's maybe more all year long or something a little more extended into the digital space. So uh, we have all these exhibitor, you know, virtual exhibitor booths uh, in this digital venue. So I think uh, those will, for attendees, they'll be able to see all the content on there for a full month after the show. So it is a way to kind of extend the show. So I assume we're going to be doing this for years to come. Well, you know, as, as part of, as you know, part of the whole show, we definitely want to be in Vegas next year. And that's the plan. So uh, Las Vegas Convention Center is expanding. So we want to take advantage of some of that extra space and spread out a little bit, you know, get crowded sometimes. I'm going to have to bring roller skates, I think, or some kind of means of transportation that doesn't, I mean, the exercise is great, but at the same time, getting from one place to another, that's one of the things that's different, you know, for, for me as a media representative, trying to get to every company that I want to is, is almost, a, it's, it's, it's going to fail. There's no, never, it's never going to happen. So having this all digital platform is actually kind of 
refreshing in a way because I can do it on my own pace. I can, I know I'm not going to fill uh, one show. I'm going to fill several shows worth of content. So I can say, you know what? I know you're slammed this week. Let's record something next week, you know, so we can spread it out a bit, which is kind of nice. So, uh, but let, let's dive in, Rick, to the, this year's edition of the Consumer Electronics Show. Um, are all the big names attending this year? Yeah, we have many big names uh, and we had press events from companies like LG, Samsung, uh, Verizon, Keynoted. Um, we have car manufacturers here too. Uh, GM, uh, Mary Barra from GM presented. Uh, and we also have uh, AMD, Intel. So we got all the usual uh, suspe- suspects in the industry together again. So that was good. Have you, have you felt any pushback whatsoever in terms of getting the content together and, and chasing people down for all the stuff? Or, or did you find that it was a little bit easier this time around? Uh, you know, it is a totally different platform. So companies had to th- rethink how they're doing this. And we're looking at it as more of a broadcast event. So you really have to start thinking like almost like a TV producer and think of the online uh, the online mon- mindset and attention span, right? So you have to do things much more concisely, shorter format. Uh, so we were very mindful. And I think all the companies had to kind of rethink how they're doing it. You know, there are a few companies that, this wasn't quite the right platform for them, but uh, a lot of them, you know, rose to the challenge and uh, they're, they're really just producing all sorts of little video clips and demos. Um, and on top of that, you know, like I said, we still have press events too. So uh, they were able to get out there, get, get in front of the people they wanted to. So that's good. So what are some of the trends and what are some of the categories of products that we're going to be seeing this year? Yeah, I mean, uh, you name it, the consumer technology industry has just gone so broad. It's such a spectrum of uh, products. So, you know, you usually have the TVs and the computers, but you also have uh, smartphones, you have digital health devices. Um, smart home is a huge one too. Uh, just anything you can put a sensor in, um, anything you can digitize, that's going to be in the consumer technology industry now. And also, uh, like I said, car manufacturers, you know, that's probably the, the most uh, high technology now when you're talking about self-driving vehicles. Um, so like I said, there's just so many different products. Um, I know on the self-driving vehicles, because I'm that's kind of where I pay a lot of attention to. I look at that as kind of the new space race, you know, you're trying to get a vehicle to act like a human or drive better than a human. And that's just going to spawn so many different technologies, uh, just like the space race did, that trickles out into the general population over time. Uh, so all those sensors and the AI built in is just going to kind of sift through all the different devices out there over time. Rick, how do you uh, what role do you think 5G and wireless technology has in in all of the technology that we're seeing today. Not only are we seeing um, a great emergence of 5G, we saw Verizon announce one of the biggest 5G rollouts uh, and a very speedy rollout as, as well. But not only 5G, but we're also seeing, you know, Wi-Fi 6E, for example, which is the biggest jump forward in Wi-Fi technology that we've seen probably in, in, in I would say, maybe half a decade. How important are those in in affecting everything that we see? Yeah, I'd say probably the biggest aspect of 5G uh, is that it allows for more devices to be on the network at once. Uh, When you're talking about adding sensors and adding um, connectivity to so many different products, you need to allow for a lot of bandwidth, a lot of 
simultaneous actions on the network, whether it's sharing something sharing just a little bit of data or something sharing some video data, you know, something high capacity. So 5G allows for you know better speeds, lower latency, more devices on the network. Those, those are the three things we talk about. Uh, I think what we're going to see is more devices with 5G in them. I, we've seen some laptops that are starting to incorporate 5G. So you're just going to be carrying around your laptop will just always be connected and starting to think about all devices, just being always connected, always on. So you don't have to worry about tapping into Wi-Fi all the time. Um, so I think that I think we'll just see a lot more 5G in devices. And, and we're also talking about 5G home broadband, fixed yeah. broadband, so possible competitor to your cable or uh, or your fiber optic provider. So. Uh, that should be really interesting to watch in the coming years as well. Yeah, let alone, you know, things like Starlink and satellite. It's, it's just becoming it's an exciting year. And, you know, we look we look forward to 2021 and CES always sets the stage for what we're going to see in 2021. Um, you know, if you were to pick one overall arcing theme for this year, what would it be like 8K TVs, smart home? What would that be? Ooh, I, I think overall, I'd say the intelligence of things. I, I kind of like to look at how all the devices are tapping into these cloud platforms and intelligent, you know, digital assistance and intelligence online. All devices are just able to tap into uh, an existing platform that all this cloud computing can offer so much value to each of these devices and the con- connectivity of all of them. Um, if I were to just pick one category out of all of it, I think smart home has probably been the most interesting in the past year and the coming year. We're all sitting at home a lot and you're all becoming very aware of what we could add to our house in terms of all the different tech out there. And smart home is just growing. Like I said, you can add a sensor to anything now. So people are really building out you know, home security. You get the smart doorbell. Uh, people are getting much more com- comfortable with smart speakers and smart displays and just these uh, things around the house that can uh, just help you, um, you know, make your home life a little more comfortable in this challenging time. Uh, home robotics, Samsung released a, a couple of robots this year, um, one with an actual robotic arm that can help out a lot more. Than, <laughs> yeah, it can help out a little bit more than your typical uh home uh, vacuum cleaner. So so I I think we're going to see a lot more robotics um, as part of that smart home. There's, uh, there's also robotic lawnmowers that are, I I have one in my backyard and I I must say my experience thus far has not been great, but we'll get that. That's a a topic for another day. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, you know, this is early for home, uh, for home lawnmowers, robotic lawnmowers. And I, I think they'll get better in time. And uh, again, it's not just in the home, it's outside of the home and just growing this growing network of products. That is Rick Kowalski from CES's Consumer Technology Association. And uh, we're going to continue because we've got a very, very cool show lined up for you guys this week. We're going to be talking uh, to Samsung, to Dell at Alienware, and uh, some other surprises coming up on this week's show. It is your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalu. Stick around. We're back with Samsung after this. There's more your tech report after this. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. 
Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.